Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. Ever since my mom died, like I felt like she left me this gift of really tapping into, and I keep saying it, intuition, into my gut feeling, you know, and I feel like if I look back, if I could look back, I feel like I was always guided by that, whether I was conscious about it or not. And so, and I feel she was with me too, you know, like, okay, like, no, no, let, come on, let's, let's get back in, in line. Um, it wasn't something that I was like, oh, hey, I'm going to wake, I woke up and I was like, hey, I need to exercise to feel better. It was just, it was, I've been guided by energy and feelings my whole life. Mm-hmm. It, I don't, I don't know if that makes sense, but, and I've really learned to really listen to it. And I mean, the, the life I have now is so incredible because I listen, you know, and a lot of us have forgotten to really check in with ourselves, you know, and so if I could look back or, you know, talk to your audience about when you have that feeling, like even that twinge, like I said, like stop and listen to it because that's what's going to guide you to what is good. And I love what you said about the smiles, because when we are happy, we are in complete alignment with who we are and we always are meant to be there. That is like our primary goal in life is to comp- to be happy. I mean, Think about you being happy. What happens? Oh like everyone around you is happy. Yeah. Stuff like you meet the right people. Like when I when I when I sent you that message on Facebook, like yeah. I was happy. I was like in my in my flow in my zone. And I was like, ooh, look, check out this guy. This guy's doing amazing things. And I just sent you a message. And within a few few days, like a couple of days, you were on my show, and now here I am. Yeah. So when you really step into that happiness that those feelings of happiness within yourself don't look outside because it's you're not going to find it believe me i've tried (laughs) (laughs) you know you're in in the flow and everything aligns for you and so going back to your question is be in your flow and listen to your gut listen to your heart listen to your soul you know not so much your brain sometimes but and it'll guide you like that's what happened to me that's how i can say that you know i found working out you know i met this friend and he was like, hey, you want to work out? And I was like, mm, I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't want to do weights. I don't want to get buff. You know? <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's, let's try. And, you know, felt good. And I was like, okay. And then, boom, I was like hooked. Yeah. You know, because it's not just about your body. It's about your soul and your mind and how, how you strengthen it. I think so. th- that's the key is that what you just said is like how you strengthen it. And a lot of us don't know what to do, especially inside of the first six months, because you're just you hit with a bomb, whether it's a bomb that you want to go off or not. Yeah. It's still a bomb because there's you know, you're learning things. Nobody ever tells you, all right, this is what you got to do in the first six months. Like you got to take care of the, the separation process that's legal and nobody tells you. So you don't prepare for it, you know? Yeah. But yeah. when you start looking at it from the perspective that you just shared, and then you have an outlet, you're like, all right, I'm going to mind body. I'm going to take care of this. Because if you do feed your body, like you get strength, you get an yeah. outlet to, to like, you know, your body, when your body feels good, your mind feels good. When your mind feels good, your body feels good. And then yeah. you start creating things with the universe. I'm the same way. I'm like, I, I'm very spiritual. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree with you. I think that once yeah. you're aligned with yourself, other things start opening up. Totally. And when things and, open up yeah. and then you start living, you know, yourself, your most self-expressed 
self which is you know that's an honor like to be happy and to yeah to be all of that so with your first marriage i feel like we're complete so with <laughs> with, with your second marriage is this where your daughter came from yes so let's talk about the first six months of your second marriage what was that like because it's 18 years is a long time with somebody especially four years before that so that's 20, yeah. 22 years with somebody yeah what was yeah. that like how how different was that so um let me can i just say something before i move on to that for sure to that yeah. um and remind me again um so i just really quickly so the first six months suck like i get that you're you know and especially if you're the one that has gotten left because this is these are the men that i work with and mm -hmm. so you know, you're like, oh yeah, be happy, be grateful. It's like, I don't want to be grateful. I don't want to be happy. Like the, the, the woman that I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with, or the man I was going to spend the rest of my life with has now left me. And here I am having these feelings of inadequacy and like, what did I do wrong? And it's, it's a really hard place to be even for, you know, both times I left and I, but I've worked with, with people, you know, with men who have been the ones that have been left. And I just want to say to you, you know, you don't have to have it figured out right now, you know, do what is going to make you feel the most joy or make you feel at least a little bit better. So whatever that is, whether you're journaling about what's going on, it's not your fault. You know, you can't control them no matter how you tried, you did nothing wrong. Like, just try to keep yourself as happy as you can in the moment of that, those first six months, as shitty as it feels. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to cuss on the show, but cuss, cuss away. <laughs> I didn't ask there's, you beforehand, no. um, but I, I get it. Like, I know what, you know, I've had boyfriends that broken up with me, you know, and I was like, Oh my God, you know, what did I do? How could I change? How can I be different? Yeah. You know, it's, it's an divorce is an opportunity to start over. And I know it's hard to see that in the first six months, but you get to start over. Like it saved you from countless other years of misery, right? I mean, how many men I've worked with are miserable in their relationships, but they just want to make it work. Well, this is your chance to start over, work on yourself and then attract somebody who totally gets you, who aligns with who you are. So I just wanted to say that because those first six months are, are really hard. Yeah. You know, you question everything. Do you think you could do it before the six months? Do you think you could start working on yourself before? You think it makes a difference? You know, it's interesting you say that because that actually is a segue to my second relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain, yes, you can. So during the, you know, I feel like, let me back up five years before I got divorced was when I knew this was no longer going to work. So it took me five years, five years, um, five years. I knew that this was something I was going to move on from, you know? And so I began really searching within myself. You know, we had a daughter and I think the reason also why I stayed was because of her mm. for that long you know, because she was tiny, you know, it's like, you don't want, you don't want to devastate your children with the, this, this huge thing of separating everything they know, you know, and so you suppress again, your feelings and you keep going, which is what a lot of people do, right? Men, women, everyone. Um, so in those five years, I, 
started working on myself. I started really researching and I felt like I had so much growth and development. And when I left, when I decided when he was like, so are we going to work on this or is it over? And I said, it's over. I was in a great place. Okay. Maybe not great in a good place. I was, I had learned to love who I was finally, instead of looking at him to make me happy and to love me, I found love within myself. Right. And I feel like, of course, we always have personal growth and development to do, but I was in a really good place when I left. I didn't hate him. I didn't, I didn't resent him. In fact, I was grateful to the 18 years of the beautiful experiences that we had. You know, we traveled the world for a year. We, we sold everything, got a backpack and took off for a year to travel the world. I mean, you know, that is a incredible experience. You know, we had so much fun before we had our daughter, you know, because of this trip, we had our daughter, you know, we saw these little kids on the street in South America, you know, and we're like, let's try to have one. And if we can't, then we'll adopt. But we had a beautiful journey and I never regret any of it. You know, it it molded me into who I was. So to answer your question, I do believe that if you work on yourself, you know, before, while you're doing, like, if you know you're you're bound for divorce or you're getting those feelings is really focus on you. Start focusing on how you can heal and grow and expand and develop and evolve. And then you'll see how, I'm not going to say easy because divorce is never easy, but our divorce was pretty, we didn't involve lawyers. You know, I wasn't out to get him. Like we had built a lot of wealth, but I didn't feel the need to take him for everything. We're, we co-parent our daughter where I was just on the phone with him yesterday talking about some school things. We get along and our daughter sees that, you know, and it helps her in the long run. Know that even though relationships don't work, that you can still like be nice to each other and, you really still have a relationship of some kind. And that's so important because you know what? It's about the kids. Like I don't have kids, but I can totally see adopting what you just said, Mm -hmm. because it wouldn't be about the relationship. Like if this doesn't work, it's fine. But right. We made, we made a life and that life is, if that life sees us getting along and then, you know, if it ever happened to her, she'll know how to handle it. You you don't Mm -hmm. have to, I always say like, it starts beautiful. Why does it have to end ugly? Yeah. You fell in love with a person like to dedicate your entire life to somebody. Okay. It doesn't work, but all right, let's make it work. Let's transition out like how we transitioned yeah. in, but it doesn't seem yeah. to be that way. I mean, I'm glad that I'm hearing your story and, and seeing that you found a way of doing that. Cause that's super important. Like for those of you that are out there listening, you know, it's about the kids. Like think about how you occur to them. And take, you know, take what Nancy's saying and and adapt it, like work with your partner, like co-parent, create, don't react. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, honestly, it isn't just about the kids. So if you think about it, because you have kids together, whether you like it or not, you're going to have to be in a relationship with this person, whether it's uh, like uh, going at it the whole time that they're growing up or whether you co-parent, it doesn't mean you have to like love them again or like them. I mean, maybe like them, but 
you're, you're, you're choosing what kind of relationship yeah. you're going to have with your ex, you know, and, and there are those relationships where, you know, there's been abuse and, and I get that. And I'm not talking about those kind of relationships. I'm talking about, you have a choice, you have a relationship, you know, yeah, you might've gotten divorced, but it's still a relationship because you have kids. So you choose how you want to do it. You can take him for everything and, and live a life of lack Mm-hmm. because you're constantly trying to take or you build this beautiful relationship where the abundance comes in because you're an empowered woman or man you know it's usually you know mostly the what i've seen for divorce is mostly women are trying to take because they feel like deserving you know and that's one thing i really wanted to quickly i was just talking with my boyfriend about this it's like we as women you know when when we leave, if we've been stay-at-home moms or if we haven't had a job, we should feel empowered to go out there and show how powerful we really are by making our own wealth and not just devastating our relationship to try to like milk our exes for everything they have, you know? And then the kids see that, like what example are we being to our children when we're doing that, you know? So it's about all of us. It's not just about the kids. It's about us and the relationships that we're willing to have, you know, with our exes. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.